This is The Audacious Career, a podcast and community for those of us who want more than just a job. I'm your host, Janelle Abrahami. I'm talking to folks who have made bold career moves and sharing insights and actionable takeaways from my decade of HR and career coaching experience to help you create a career that feels meaningful and meant for you. Let's get started. Hey there. If we haven't met, I'm Janelle Abrahami, your host and career coach for Ambitious Millennials. I help folks figure out their long-term career direction, pivot into their dream jobs, and importantly, find meaning and purpose outside of work as well. I am also a case study for the very thing I help others achieve. I just made my own big career pivot from years in corporate HR into the wild, wild west of entrepreneurship. And today I'm going to tell you exactly how I got here. August 2nd, 2021 was my last day at a corporate HR job, and the very next day was my first day working full-time for myself as a career coach for ambitious millennials. This career pivot took 18 months, but it truly feels like we're just getting started. And even though I know what I meant to do and what my purpose is now, that definitely wasn't always the case. So before I get into how I made this pivot, let's rewind for a minute. So I went to undergrad at NYU after growing up in a small town in Northern New Jersey, where I was super involved all throughout grade school. NYU had always been a dream for me, but when I got there, I very quickly felt disillusioned, disappointed, and honestly pretty lost. I tried to get involved in a few student groups here and there, but nothing was sticking and I didn't feel part of anything like I did when I was growing up, like I did when I was in high school or grade school, I didn't feel involved in anything that I cared about. So I started to feel really lost. And I actually started looking into transferring out of NYU for the next year, or even just dropping out altogether without a plan, because my experience was so unlike what I had expected. And I was feeling so unlike myself in the process of being there. I'd actually printed out a page from the NYU website on how to take a leave of absence and kind of kept going back to that, kept it in my back pocket. During that winter, I saw my roommates and my friends applying to summer internships. So remember, this was NYU, where everyone thinks that they need to start working immediately, even though they don't. And ridiculously, I felt behind. So I casually started perusing the NYU job board and found something kind of interesting. The Career Center at NYU, which is called Wasserman, was looking for quote-unquote peers and careers for the next school year. This was sort of a peer mentorship position where we'd help other NYU students across the entire university, like grad school, med school, undergrad, all of our different schools within NYU prepare for jobs, like editing their resumes and their cover letters, doing mock interviews, hosting recruitment events on campus, and things like that. So this sounded very similar to some of the things I had been involved with in high school, like student government or girls club or just leadership positions that I had held. And I started to ever so slightly envision myself being a part of this at NYU. So I submitted a very brief application and honestly kind of forgot about it because outside of this one opportunity coming up, things are actually getting pretty bad for me. That winter of my freshman year, the feeling of being lost darkened into a real depression. I wasn't going to class anymore. I was breaking down alone in my dorm room almost every day. 
I was having what I now know were panic attacks, but what felt like at the time were heart attacks or like I was dying. And I just didn't care about anything. A friend of mine also passed away that winter, and that's when things kind of just started to get a little bit scary. And I was deeply depressed and, to be transparent, thought about taking my own life. And as these thoughts grew stronger and more detailed, something in me just told me to go talk to someone. So I made a very tepid appointment with a counselor on campus, and long story short, I actually ended up spending some time in a mental health inpatient program at NYU Langone my spring semester when I was 18. And this is something that I actually haven't really shared with many friends either, but was a huge part of my journey back then and something that is still very important to me and shapes who I am as a service provider, as a coach, a friend, an educator, someone who's there for other people. So I was only in the inpatient program for a very short time, but in the middle of that experience, I got an email from the NYU Career Center, Wasserman, inviting me to be a peer career mentor for the next year. And I can't really explain it, but that one little email with that one little opportunity gave me something to look forward to the next year. So I decided to stay at NYU and see how I could get more involved in the Career Center. I think I truly went back to school that fall for probably just three friends that I really loved and that extracurricular. And I know that is the most privileged thing I could ever admit. And I'm really, really grateful that I had the opportunity to go back because that peer career mentor position turned into the highlight of my next three years at NYU inspired me to change my major to work psychology, allowed me to learn so much more about professional development and career happiness, meet some really important mentors in my life, and inspire me to apply to an HR internship that led to my first official HR job. Since then, my entire career spanned the corporate HR space, from campus recruiting and talent development at NBC Universal to learning and development at Stitch Fix to HR consulting to moving to London to get my master's in organizational behavior. However, after all of that, I found myself unemployed in April of last year, April 2020, at the very beginning of the pandemic. And I got to be honest, the thought of starting another learning and development job or another consulting job made me feel less than thrilled, we'll say. I hadn't enjoyed my last job that had ended because of the pandemic. My past HR roles honestly left something to be desired. And at that point, I felt pretty confident that I didn't want to continue following the path that I was on. But I didn't know what else I could do. It was a very jarring question of, if not this, then what? Eventually, I figured, I figured it out. I answered that question using everything I know about work psychology, employment trends, and professional development. See how that all kind of tied in there? But the process was messy still. It was pretty maddening at times and also very lonely. But it was worth it. It was so, so worth it. And I'm so excited to be sitting here telling you about it. Here is exactly how I made that pivot. Part one of this story, I kind of like to call aiming the arrow. So 
in April of 2020 when I knew that I was not working and didn't want to go back to the same types of roles that I already had, I honestly started with vision boards. I straight up spent an afternoon ripping photos from magazines, writing down whatever I thought my quote unquote dream job would entail and like drawing anything I couldn't find a photo of. But here's the thing, I love a good vision board. A vision board party is so my jam. They're great for ideation and getting the inspiration flowing, but they're not helpful for deciding on concrete action steps. So your career pivot cannot live on a vision board, as pretty as it is. So after the vision boarding, I went through all of my past jobs and wrote down what I loved and what I hated about each of them. I thought about what energized me about each job and what drained me. And this helped me figure out what I did and did not want for my future jobs. Through this exercise, I realized that I loved a lot of different things that one regular job had never offered before, like coaching individuals and groups, public speaking, writing different kinds of content, hosting events, bringing people together, all of those things I had never found come together completely in one formal job that I had held. Once I had a larger vocabulary for what I was looking for, I actually landed on two different career paths that I thought might work for me moving forward. One was career coaching, surprise, surprise, and the other was VC platform management. VC platform management as in venture capital platform management. And after a few informational interviews with uh, VC platform managers out there that I found on LinkedIn or maybe had one mutual mutual connection with, I discovered it was a very closed door type of industry. Almost everyone I spoke to or had researched had gotten their VC platform jobs by either starting in a startup incubator or from within a portfolio company for their VC fund. The path to get that job seems pretty clear, but I had to admit that it wasn't one that I was really keen to take. So personally getting the required experience to move into a platform role wasn't really worth it for me. And that was good information. So I had to admit to myself that I was meant to create my own job, my own thing that incorporated everything I'm passionate about and to do it all in service of my own mission to help ambitious millennials create their dream careers, not for anyone else, not for any other company, any other brand or mission or product, but really for me. So this meant not applying for roles as a career coach within a larger company, like a general assembly um, or anything like that. I knew that if I was, if this was really my path, I was going to have to do it exactly the way that I wanted to. And for the benefit of my own thing, my own brand, so to speak. And this is truly just a personal value of mine and not a statement on the right or wrong way to find job fulfillment at all. This is so personal and different for everyone. So after that realization was solidified, I worked with a career coach. So yes, I am a career coach and I hired a career coach. I met with an awesome coach who a friend had recommended to me and I paid to access some of her on-demand content that she had created previously and sent over to me. So this is all to say that coaches need coaches. And while I knew, logically, I knew the practical steps I needed to take to find a new job, I was in such an emotionally charged state last summer that I needed some support to help me focus. Like, I don't think I need to remind you what a roller coaster and how intense summer of 2020 
was. It was a mess. And this external support, external strategy to help me focus my energy in a very clear way was exactly what I needed. So then finally, I had to decide, did I want to fully jump into career coaching right then and there, which if I decided that route would have meant packing up my apartment in San Francisco, moving back in with my parents on the East Coast for the foreseeable future while I built a business with little to no income, or did I want to find a bridge job that used my experience while I built my business more slowly, but within a lifestyle that I valued? So in order to come to this decision, I actually created an exercise to better choose something that was in line with my personal values. And I decided to find a bridge job and take the slower path to my ultimate goal. I'll link this exercise that I used in the show notes if you're curious. So that was part one. And now that brings us to part two, which I like to call shooting the arrow. So now that I've aimed the arrow, this part is me propelling it forward toward the target. So once I knew I was looking for a bridge job that I would still enjoy, emphasis on the enjoy, I thought about the spaces within HR that I was still interested in and somewhat qualified for. I ultimately landed on HR business partnership. Then it was all about networking my tail off, applying, interviewing, closing the deal. I'm going to be totally upfront and tell you that I got more than 50 automatic rejection emails, more than 50 automatic rejection emails saying, thanks so much for your, thanks so much for your interest. Like it's not the time right now within like 24 hours after I had applied. So some of these, like my resume was just never looked at. And I share that with you because I absolutely empathize with the experience of just feeling like you're hitting a dead end, feeling like you just can't even get in front of someone to make your case and to empathize with the experience if you were job searching in the middle of 2020 in one of the bleakest job and hiring markets out there. I get it. I get it. I actually had a deadline for when my financial runway in San Francisco would run out and that was July 31st. I finally got a job offer on July 13th. And by this point, I had already started to list my stuff, my furniture on Facebook Marketplace. So I took those listings down with a huge sigh of relief. Once I was set up in this new role, I knew I had to give my all to onboarding at this new job, really immerse myself into the role I'd been hired to do and show up in a way that I was proud of. So instead of taking coaching clients right away, I decided to sharpen my skills in coaching and professional development coaching specifically through a professional development coaching certificate course. And I also started a newsletter as a way to start talking about the things that I was really passionate about, to start talking about career happiness, career development, career pivots in a more public and consistent way. This newsletter was called The Audacity, uh, and it was the springboard for really kind of coming up with and crystallizing my coaching philosophy, understanding where I could add the most value, and pinpointing the type of client I could best serve. The Audacity is still a newsletter. It is now The Audacious Career, and you can read about the name change in one of my most recent newsletter issues, which I will absolutely link in the show notes. So I started that newsletter in August of 2020, and in November, 
I finally put out a call on my Instagram story for a few beta clients, a few beta coaching clients, and the response was actually really amazing. I ended up working with four folks who all had very different goals for career coaching, for what they wanted to get out of our time together. But after every single coaching session with each of these clients, I felt such a unique combination of like buzzing energy, but also complete calm. And the only way I can really describe this is just certainty in my bones that this was my thing. This was the thing and I had found it and I was doing it and I wanted to do more of it. And as I found my stride and confidence as a coach, I kept hearing very similar sentiments, similar things from all of my one-on-one clients. Things like, how do I figure out what kind of work I'd enjoy? And I know I'm not interested in my current field anymore, but what else could I do? I kept hearing these things and I knew that there was more, there was a more empowering communal way to make a career pivot that they wanted to make something better, more empowered, more communal than I did, than the process that I took, than my experience. So I decided to create it. And that became a group coaching program called Pivot with Purpose. I launched the first round of Pivot with Purpose in May, and it is a 12-week group coaching experience that brings participants from the very beginning of what the heck else could I do with my life if it's not this thing that I thought I was going to do, figuring out their values, pinpointing the long-term life and career vision they have, figuring out the next best step in terms of jobs that will get them there, and then helping them really put together a very strong personal and professional brand that will attract recruiters, hiring managers, and opportunities to them, negotiating the best offer, and starting off on the next phase of their long-term journey on the best foot. This was truly the resource I wish I had had when I started this process myself at that point more than a year ago. So while all this is going on, I still was working my corporate HR business partner job. And in the back of my head, I knew that I kind of always planned to resign from this role, which I am now calling my bridge job. I planned to resign when we were asked to return back to the office in person in the fall of 2021. But I just really knew in my bones that the time to finally make the switch was a little bit sooner than that. I thought we were going back to the office in September. I resigned in August and just a a month earlier than I had planned. So I gave my notice in mid-July and I really haven't ever looked back. So that was the story. That brings us to to now. So now what? Now I'm creating a career that involves my favorite strengths, which is which are coaching, writing, and speaking. In terms of coaching, I am always open to new one-on-one clients. I'll throw the link to apply for coaching with me in the show notes if you're interested in checking that out. If anything that has come up in this episode has resonated with you and you think you think that we could do some great work together. In terms of writing the Audacious Career newsletter, 
Uh, brings you expert advice, personal stories, resources, and thought prompts each and every week to help you build a career that you love. It also includes a cool job that I feature based on um, readers that contribute jobs that are open in their companies, ones that I find based on what readers and followers have told me that they're looking for. So I'm still curating some jobs for you in that newsletter. And I'm also contributing to other outlets and publications on personal and professional growth. And I'll always share those with you as they go live. And then there's speaking. So speaking is an interesting one for me. I used to think that wanting to be a professional public speaker made me narcissistic. So I kind of shied away from sharing this passion and what I consider a strength with my bosses and my coworkers in the past. But now I know that this strength of mine is a major way that I can make an impact on others. And so I've learned to feel empowered by sharing messages and lessons that I truly believe in. Thus, me leaning into this podcast, something that I've wanted to do for years and years and have told myself not to for fear of looking like something, like I couldn't even tell you. But I've been lucky to be a guest on a couple of other podcasts and to speak for a few amazing organizations on job searching, networking, building a strong personal brand, and so, so much more. So here's the thing. Something I make a point to impress upon all of my coaching clients is this. The best way to get people's support in your career is to tell them how they can support you. And I'm the kind of coach who takes my own advice. So here's how you can support this next chapter of my career, all the projects that are coming down the pipe, if you feel so inclined. First, if your team or company is looking for a guest speaker on career confidence, building your network organically, creating your powerful personal brand, entrepreneurship, or another topic in that vein, let's collaborate. Send me an email at janelleibrahami at gmail.com and we can create a really impactful session for your team. And secondly, the other best way to support what's going on here is to subscribe to, rate, and review this podcast in addition to sharing it. This is the best way to help the audacious career and our mission reach more people. We've got some amazing guests lined up for season one to help you create a career that feels meaningful and meant for you. So subscribe and stay tuned. And last but not least, to celebrate the launch of this podcast of this project that's been coming down the pipe for so long, I am hosting a little giveaway for you. So For the entire month of October, every single week, I will be gifting one listener a free one-on-one career strategy session with me. During this one-on-one time together, we will answer all of your burning career questions and get you on a path that feels meaningful and meant for you. All you have to do to win one of these sessions is take a screenshot of this episode or any other episode in the future that resonates with you, share it on Instagram or LinkedIn, and tag me at Janelle Brahami and at The Audacious Career, and you'll be entered. I am gifting a free strategy session every single week to a listener. So you have four chances to win in the month of October. So keep sharing, keep tagging, keep listening. Just thank you so much for being here. And thank you for giving me some of your time and listening to my story. I really appreciate it and can't wait to keep going with you. 
As always, thank you for listening to The Audacious Career. If this episode resonated with you, please take 15 seconds to rate and review the podcast. It really, really means the world. Connect with me over at Janelle Abrahami on Instagram and at The Audacious Career. And remember, you are entirely up to you. 